no, we, you know, I mean, we, we just, uh, we, the bears are what we thought they were. What, what, what we thought they were. Say that one more time, play. Oh! One more time. Oh! One more time. Welcome to the Bear Essentials. On today's show, we discuss the recent noise surrounding Justin Fields and much more. What's good, Perez? Uh, hey, Dub, man. I am very happy to be here in Chicago for a week. Um, that has not been the case for the last month, but uh, brother, I'm good, man. I'm not traveling anywhere right now. It feels good to be in one place, man. <laughs> Shit. Man, you've been everywhere, man. I mean, you just got back for what the All Star Weekend for the NBA. Welcome back home, <laughs> man. It's feeling good, man. What's the good word with you, bro? Hey, man, it's all good. Press, you know, been planning like you and I've been doing lately, talking about certain things on the back end of things. And um, hey, man, everything is all good, brother. Well, I love to hear it. I love to hear. It. Well, let's jump right into this show, man. We got a lot to talk about, audience. I know y'all missed us last week, so hey, we got a little, we got a little extended one for y'all here today. First off, A-Dub, man, last week when we didn't pod, man, I saw the news with Steve Mongo McMichael. I was worried, man, when I saw that, man, because, you know, a lot of times people with ALS, when they get diagnosed with pneumonia, and that's when it's kind of like getting to the end there for them. Yeah. But my, but my man, they said it wasn't pneumonia. They said it was MRSA, and he's recovering, and he's in improving uh, condition. So, man, I just, for me personally, I hope he makes it to his induction, but I think they need to start limiting the amount of people that's coming to visit him because you can't be having people just coming in off the street, man, bringing this man any sort of germs and virus. So let's let's cut those visitors down to a minimum, man. Yeah, man, that, that matters, Fred's right there, man. All these visitors, you're right. Anything can happen. You know, we understand how his immune system is right now. So to your point, we want to have everyone, you know, who could definitely cause him to get sick even more than where he's at right now. Mongo is a fighter. We've seen this guy continue to fight this battle press, fight through infections and things of that nature. And to hear that he's showing some signs of improvement, that just tells you about him, man. And I do wish him well and hope that he can continue to get better. 100% A-Dub. And I think your sentiment is pretty much how all of Bears Nation feels when it comes to this guy. We know what he was on the football field. He was a fucking warrior. And he's been a warrior with this disease that's really ripping through his body. But the guy's still here. He still wants to be here. And you know how much this Hall of Fame thing means to him. Because if not, he would have pieced up out of here a long time ago. You know what I mean? But he's fighting. He's got something to live for, just like we all do. But he's really got a reason to live. And you can tell, man, this guy wants to be here. And we are pulling for him, bro. Yes, sir. Eddie Jackson and Cody Whitehair, man, were released while we were out. Now, not that we were necessarily shocked by this. I mean, a lot of people saw this news coming. It was kind of a formality. I mean, you got to think about it. These guys were veterans. Their contracts pretty much far exceeded what the performance they were bringing on the field. I mean, it's probably been a couple seasons for both of these guys. But it still doesn't take away from the bittersweet aspect of things like this when you have a guy like Eddie Jackson and Cody Whitehair who are major contributors for your team, veteran leaders on the team that are no longer with the organization. And to that point, Perez, I understand you look at the production level of an Eddie Jackson. 
it wasn't what it was in 2018 to 2019 year. Right. You know, he, he had a bounce back year that you and I talked about a couple of years ago. But if you look at his last four years, we kind of see things going down here for him. But some things you cannot replace is his leadership, right? And I do respect the guy for what he's been able to bring to the table and also to help some of these young guys, you know, on the team. So I got to give him credit for that. So it's kind of bittersweet to see the, the Chicago Bears move on from him. Yeah, I mean, you, you talked about the leadership aspect. I mean, the Bears have a very young secondary. And yep. I love the way that those guys rallied around Bojack. You could tell that he definitely took that leadership role very seriously. That secondary improved drastically, A-Dub. And, and when we talk about a Cody White here, that guy right there was the linchpin on the offensive line for the Bears, right? And yep. we know that he had some down seasons there as well. He bounced back and forth between center and guard a lot. The one thing I would just say, though, is he was an unselfish ball player, man. Wherever the team needed him, man, Cody was there and willing to, to go out there and sacrifice, even if it, was, if it was to his own detriment. To your point, the execution wasn't always what we expected. And you and I talked a lot about his performance, you know, last season. And we get it, right? But at the end of the day, man, this dude did come out there and fight hard. And he would sacrifice anything for this team. And it is kind of bittersweet for him, too, you know, to see a, a guy like him leave the team, you know. But we get it, right? That old line has been a problem for the Chicago Bears. He was part of the problem, along with Lucas Patrick, you know. And it is what it is. But at the end of the day, man, I do want to salute what he's been able to bring to the table because the fact that he showed versatility to play center and to play guard, bro, that's a hard thing to do, and he was a guy that was willing to step into that. Now, one thing to, to keep in mind, audience, with these moves is it cleared up almost $22 million in cap space for Ryan Poles to go out here in free agency, right? So it yep. just goes to show you, man, that a lot of guys in this league, man, <laughs> always pay attention to their contracts, man, because on the back end, when it becomes advantageous for an organization, they will move from you. And you know, <laughs> Ryan Poles has shown that when he's ready to move, hey, there's no hard feelings, but you got to go. <laughs> no hard feelings at all, friends. And when that contract, man, doesn't meet the production that they're expecting, hey, they move on, man. And um, it is what it is with both players. But you're right, man. Ryan Poles is the businessman, and he's going to operate that way. So one of the things, though, A-Dub, that recently with all the different events that I've covered, whether it's been, you know, hanging out around the Super Bowl or whether it's been at the All-Star Weekend, is a lot of people want to ask the same thing to me. What's going to happen with Justin Fields? Are the Bears going to draft Caleb Williams? I'm like, listen, if you guys knew that information, then uh, I need them winning lottery numbers as well because nobody knows what the fuck's going to happen there. <laughs> but I know a lot of people got jokes when it comes to the Bears and like, oh, man, y'all ain't doing nothing. Y'all ain't going nowhere. And I sit here and I'm like, I'm not about to argue. I'm not going about to debate with some folks about this team because our history is our history. Right. But the future of this organization is very bright, a dub. We talk about the 70, almost $70 million in cap space, all these draft picks, more to come. Come on, man. If Ryan Poles executes this thing the right way, we are going to be a good team for years to come. Set this team up for future success, right? And I think Ryan Poles has a good idea of what he wants to do with the Chicago Bears team. And just seeing where we're at right now, I know people felt that, hey, the Bears should have been better than what they were last season, right? Hey, it is what it is, right? We've gotten better. You know, we look at the past couple of seasons. But here we are in a situation to where, hey, we can do something even better. So you're right. Ryan Poles has a lot that he can do right now, man. He's in the driver's seat. And we can see some great things happening for the Bears down the road. It goes back to that burning question, A-Dub, and the reason why we jump back on here. What's going to happen with Justin Fields? Now, audience, you guys know that A-Dub and I were down at the Senior Bowl, 
And I told you guys about conversations that I had with scouts that were confidential, you know, but I did tell you guys I just didn't release who, who you know, I spoke to. But right. a lot of people around the league, A-Dub, as I mentioned in that conversation, feel like Justin Fields has played his last downs with the Chicago Bears, right? We still don't know what's going to happen with Justin. I hope that a lot of the stuff that's being said about him is all just noise, as, as we called it. But now with us seeing Justin Fields unfollowing the Bears on Instagram, who knows if he was following them to begin with? I don't know that. I don't pay attention to who they follow. But when I hear news like that that pops up, I'm like, well, damn, is there some way that we can find out if he ever followed them or if he unfollowed them during the season? We don't know the timeline. But these kind of things get stories out there, and they increase narratives. Now people are sitting here saying, oh, well, he's probably letting you know his fate right now. Because you know how these athletes are, man. They start unfollowing teams. They start taking the teams out of their bio on, on social media. These players are very savvy with how they use social media now. It's true. And they could be very well send a message just like the teams can send a message. And I think, you know, when it comes to Justin Fields, to your point, man, a lot of things been said throughout this entire process. And he could be tired of all of it, right? Like, hey, man, too much noise going on about me when it comes down to the Chicago Bears. He's in a wait and see mode right now, just like the rest of us, you know, with everything going on. And he doesn't know his own fate. And honestly, that could be frustrating because here we are, right, in February, you're trying to still find out if you're going to be part of the team or if you're going to go somewhere else, right? And that's a lot to deal with with that type of uncertainty. So you never know how he's feeling, you know, as a person, we're dealing with that. I understand he's a professional athlete. He's a solid quarterback as well, but he's still dealing with that human side of it that does impact a lot of things. Hey, Dub, I think that's the best thing that I've heard someone say about this situation in a long term. He's a person. He's a human. And after a while, man, you keep hearing people playing with your name. You keep yep. hearing people talking about somebody else like they're better than you. Justin Fields is a competitor. You know what I'm saying? Right. He feels like this is his team, right? People out here talking like somebody's going to come in to his team and lead his team to the promise line. I'm sorry, audience, but if there's people out here that don't understand that, that you're not a competitor, and I kind of question, you know what I'm saying, you as a football fan, if you don't understand the competitive nature that goes into this, but also the human nature that goes into this, right? The fact that who wants to be replaced? Who wants to sit here and hear people clamoring for somebody else. You got half the fan base out here clamoring for another quarterback. Right. He sees that shit. He hears that stuff. Don't you believe for one second that these athletes don't hear the noise that's going on around surrounding them? <laughs> you know what I mean? They, they right. may tell you one thing, but they know what's up. Last piece that I got for you guys. When we were down there at the Senior Bowl, it was told to me that the Bears had already started receiving offers for Justin Fields. This was down at the Senior Bowl that Ryan Poles was starting to get offers. Now we got the NFL Combine coming up, which we will be at next week. Who knows what's going to happen? But whatever happens, it's definitely going to probably happen right around that, that Combine period like it did last year. And I think that's going to be a thing. And it's going to be a thing probably at the Combine as well, right? So it's like, look, everyone wants to know if you all decide to, to let, you know, Caleb Williams or Drake May, wherever you all go, direction you're going into, Look, at the end of the day, people want to know what's going to happen with Justin Fields. But this also tells you how the rest of the world 
feels about Justin Fields. Even if Chicago fans feel like, hey, we're done with them in Chicago. Imagine what the people outside of here think of, think of him. So at the end of the day, you got to realize that, hey, just because Chicago don't want him doesn't mean other teams don't want this guy. And the value of him could rise. What we're seeing with Ryan Poles is he's doing his absolute due diligence. Yep. Now, in addition to whatever they're going to do when it comes to Caleb Williams, but now they have a gauge on Justin Fields' potential trade market if they decide to go that route. My whole thing is this. You know that Ryan Poles, whichever way this thing is going to go, he's going to leverage this thing to the best ability for the Bears in the long haul. And that part I do have faith in him to do. No matter what you do, if you trade him on draft pick, you want the most for that. If you trade in Justin Fields, you want the most out of that as well, right? So Ryan Poles got these things that he's balancing it out, Chris. And another thing, too, is a lot of people know that the Bears have been meeting internally, breaking down this quarterback situation. I guarantee you by the time they touch down in Indy next week, they're going to have a plan in place for what they're going to do and yep. how they're going to do it, right? And so these are the things that we're gearing up for. Now, as far as Justin unfollowing the team on Instagram, I can't speak to that because I don't know. It, it, this could have been a thing that he's done for a minute, or it could be recently. I don't know. I don't keep track of that type of stuff. But what I will talk to you guys about is what I do know. And what I do know is a lot of people that I trust are coming to me and saying, man, I don't think Justin Fields is going to stick around. Now, as the Bear fan in me and the guy that really, really believes that Justin Fields could be that guy, it hurts to hear that. Yep. And again, I continue to say, A-Dub, I hope it's not true. Say it ain't true. Say it ain't so. <laughs> but you and I both get it, Perez. It's a business, man. And the Bears have been blessed with another good opportunity here, bro. You do Both the cities could be a win-win for the Bears of what they're doing with right now. I just hope that Justin Fields does remain because I am a fan of him as well. And I love what this kid been able to do for the Chicago Bears. But at the end of the day, I can possibly see some good things coming out of Caleb Williams as well. And this is the, the important thing for people to realize with this situation is the Bears are not shopping Justin Fields. It's a difference. They're right. listening to offers. Mm -hmm. And this is the thing. They'd be a fool not to listen, right? So you want to gauge what's going on out there. However, though, Ryan Poles, man, this decision here, you talk about a, a life-altering decision for him, a career-altering decision, but a franchise-altering decision. Mercy. <laughs> I do not want to be Ryan Poles right now. <laughs> and it's a good thing that you're not. <laughs> I Because this is a tough situation, man, you're dealing with right here, man. And to your point, Perez, this could change the scope of how people view Ryan Poles in the, in the long run, man. So if it goes well, great, right? But if it doesn't, you know you're going to get all the backlash on that. So good luck to you, Ryan Poles, on whatever decision you decide to make with this. But I'll tell you one thing, man, when that news came out yesterday about Justin unfollowing them on Instagram and I saw all the messages on Twitter, on Bears Twitter, which has been red hot fire. I'm like, good Lord, this don't do nothing to help that situation. Bears Twitter has been insufferable. I swear. All <laughs> That's yeah, well, the drama going on right now, bro. A lot of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, boy, oh boy, oh boy. But like I said, man, Ryan Poles, I already know he's going to do what's in the best interest of this franchise. I honestly, man, I, I can't say this enough. I hope he finds it in his heart to stick with number one. Now, I know people will sit here and tell me all these different things about Caleb Williams. Y'all can't tell me nothing about Caleb Williams. I watch the tape just like you all do, but I also have the, the privilege of being able to talk to people that cover the team. I've had right. the privilege of talking to scouts about him. 
there's a lot of different things that are at play here with a rookie quarterback coming in. Also, you don't necessarily know if the kid wants to be here. I'm not saying that that's something that's been said to me, but you just never know. What I do know is Justin wants to be here. I'm going to stick with the guy that wants to be here, that wants to lead the Chicago Bears to the promised land, that understand what it takes to lead this team to the promised land, that his teammates want him back. Come on, man. Think about how his teammates, every time DJ Moore gets in front of a camera, he makes sure to let people know that he wants Justin Fields back. That means something. That locker room wants him back. That says a lot, friends. When you hear your teammates speak highly of you and want you back that you're alluding to. But the other thing with the press is that you are not seeing over and over how Justin Fields has been able to deal with adversity. And that's one thing we both know about him. This kid been through all the everything, all the noise about how bad he is as a quarterback. We also seen the growth out of this kid as well. So it's like, hey, I seen enough from Justin Fields to say, you know what? He got it in his DNA, man. He wants it. May not seen the execution all the time, but we know he wants it, man. And it's there. He's just one more step, bro, from man getting to that point that we were like, hey, now he's solidified. So I would love to see him do that. You know, another thing, A-Dub, to kind of keep in mind when we're talking about this whole Justin Fields situation is the fact that Kevin Warren, you know what I mean, our president and CEO, he sat down with Jared Payton and he has some very insightful things to say about Justin Fields. And to me, it may not mean anything, but if Ryan Poe's boss is out here giving backing towards Justin Fields, I have to think that that has to go into Ryan Poe's decision-making just a little bit because what he said, and this is just a paraphrase audience, but he talked about Justin having that rare combination of intelligence, size, strength, and speed. And he said, you forget how big of a man he is until you're up against him. He said, he's not a small dude. And he said, I think that every year he's going to continually to get better. And he ended it by saying, I'm so glad he's on the Chicago Bears, eh, Doug? Woo-wee! <laughs> <laughs> when you go out like that, friends, it does raise some eyebrows with the fan base. So you're like, hey, all right. So the people are looking at this as, does that mean Justin Fields staying with the team? Because you get rid of him, it's like, oh, you're kind of like contradicting yourself a little bit. So that's what it feels like. But anyhow, the best thing this says about Justin Fields is that, hey, we know from top down, Perez, he's not tarnished by the team. And that's a good thing, right? It does not hurt his value when you talk about going elsewhere, if that's a possibility there, you know? So the good thing, if you Justin Fields, you feel good about hearing these kind of things from a Kevin Warren, right? So if the president will give you this kind of love, hey, you got to take it, man. This only can help you look good to the outside world. Like I said, in my opinion, these are strong words of support in favor of Justin. Yep. On the surface, right? It would seem to indicate that, at least from his vantage point, they're leaning towards keeping fields. You know what I mean? But again, franchises, they run surface level. And again, Ryan Poles has a job to do. And I'm assuming that he has the autonomy to do that job outside of what Kevin Warren may feel about the quarterback position. Right. But in my opinion, like I said, I just feel like that's too strong of a statement. <laughs> my opinion, again, audience, my opinion <laughs> for them to move away from him. Like I said, that is the CEO talk. Yes. Come on now. Those are important <laughs> letters right there. CEO. And 
what this also tells us is what you and I have been saying for quite a while, bro. If they are to move on for Justin Fields, it's going to take a lot for them to make that decision, bro. So just even hearing Kevin Warren come out like this, it just tells you, hey, look, we still like this kid. We still like him, you know, and we don't mind keeping him on the team. They pretty much let us know, bro, that he is not the major problem on the Chicago Bears. No matter what people out in the outside world think, they're telling you right now, he is not the major problem. Well, we knew that. I mean, anybody with uh, common sense knew that. I think, though, it goes far beyond that piece. I think what it really comes down to is the fact that you have a man that's very, very powerful in that building. A man that can call Ryan Poles in have a conversation with him and give him his viewpoint. And that's probably the only person in the organization besides somebody last name McCaskey that could sway what Ryan Poles is thinking. But we know, as we said earlier, that Ryan Poles is going to do his due diligence. I don't have any sort of concern about that. But I do know from the conversations that I've, I've had with people that the Bears are very impressed by Caleb Williams and his talent. And I'm sure right now they're doing that due diligence on his background and we're trying to learn a little bit more about him as a person. And a lot of those things are going to come up next week at the combine when they get to have some of those individual meetings with him and so forth. Well, whatever they decide to do there, <laughs> when they come down Justin Fields, if they decide to really move on from a press, if you're Caleb Williams, you know there's pressure on you for sure. Come to Chicago if that's the case, though. But I got to give Kevin Warren again a lot of credit for saluting Justin Fields. And wherever Justin Fields go, you know, he knows that, hey, Kevin Warren was a guy who spoke highly of him, which is always a great thing. Now, speaking of Kevin Warren, one of the main reasons why he was brought here, in addition to his football acumen, was based off of his ability to see a project through, similar to what he did in Minneapolis. Well, now we got a little update here on this Arlington Heights project, A-Dub, and the Bears are approaching a very pivotal point when it comes to this new state-of-the-art project that a lot of us have been kind of going back and forth on, on, oh, how do we feel about it? You know, how do we feel about the Bears moving to the Burbs from the city? Do you hear all these different suburbs that kind of threw their, their name in the hat? The main problem here, as A.W. and I reported previously on the show, was that the value of the property that the Bears purchased was set at $192 million. Based on that amount, it said the Bears will have to pay $15 million in taxes. Well, as a lot of you all know, the Bears reached a deadline where they had until Saturday to reach an agreement with the three school districts out there at Arlington Heights about the appraisal for the property. So what you have is a situation here where that property had a reappraisal. And based off that reappraisal, the tax amount came back for the Bears a little bit higher that obviously they were willing to pay. And that's what this whole delay has been about, is it been about basically both sides posturing when it came to tax dollars. Now, for me, as someone that believes in our tax dollars and what they can do for our communities, for our school systems, I want the Bears to do their fair part. In my opinion, great on the stadium, but hey, if y'all want to build anything, you can't sit over here and push the burden on to the local municipalities. I don't like that, and I don't think it's fair especially when you are trying to intrude, right, <laughs> in their environment at that, right? So you're going to move your 
your stadium and build a new stadium somewhere else, right? So it's like, if you're going to do that, you got to really take in consideration how the people might feel about that, especially when it comes down to those tax dollars, man. That is a big deal, right? And you got to take care of that community when you're doing so, whether you're in Chicago or anywhere you go to. So I think the Bears really got to consider that, hey, if it came out that way where the dollars are a little higher, hey, pay the money, man. I think it's going to go a long way and it's going to go to the right things that's going to help that community. And that's what's about that, what you're alluding to, bro. I totally agree with you, man. When it comes down to the kids, the resources, all those different things, those are important factors. Not would like the Chicago Bears to consider paying their fair share around that, even if it's more than what they thought it would be. Yeah, because that's what it really comes down to. The Bears are looking at this situation. They're like, okay, we're going to have to pay $15 million in taxes. That's steep for us. But they're over here saying now that they think that that land is worth significantly less than what it was appraised at. And I'm like, well, yeah, because you guys debunk. You Hold on. It's because you guys had a demolition project there. So now the Bears had it reappraised, and it came back with two different numbers, $60 million and $71 million. So, of course, the Bears are trying to get them to reconsider those lower appraisals, but an independent group came in and, and basically said no. So now this organization is back in square one when it comes to this stadium project. <laughs> These things get very, very difficult, man. And the ones who pay the bigger price and all this stuff for us, when you're going back and forth like this, as you already know, the people. They're the ones who suffer the most when it comes out to things like this, right? Is the project going to go down or is it not going to go down, right? And you got people in the, in the standstill trying to wait. You got people negotiating. This all takes time, of course, but it becomes a headache down the road, man. And um, that's what you hate that the people in that area got to go through. And I know on one side of the coin, people will say, well, President A-Dub, when the Bears built that stadium there, think about what it's going to do for that economy out there, the jobs that it's going to bring, and the boom that it's going to give to people in their homes and businesses. Yeah, that's a part of, of, of the equation. But how much fucking money the Bears going to make when they <laughs> built that stadium out there? Come on now. Right. We make a billions on top of billions. <laughs> but the other thing is that there's a headache that comes with it that people don't talk about, right? You got people coming from out of states, you know, people coming from everywhere, man. And all this mess that got to be cleaned up and all this stuff, the traffic and all that, it impacts the locals who actually live there, right? So, yeah, the money is cool and all, but you're not the ones dealing with what all that comes along with that, right? So it's a lot of things that people may not have even considered that comes along with having a packed house like that in your community. So you got to consider all that stuff and is the money even worth all that? I always say, you know what, pay your fair share. So therefore, money won't be a problem and it fits the headache that comes along with it. It's just crazy, man, how like this situation is dragged on because I was expecting that after all this time, we would have had some sort of progress being made, them starting to do some work, starting to do something. Like right. this whole thing is still, like I said, it's still at ground zero. <laughs> and again, friends, this comes back to how the people can feel about it, right? Some people in the area may feel like, hey, we want the Bears to come here. There may be a, a group that's saying, no, we don't want them to come here. So everyone is like up in the air right now. Like, okay, what is really going to happen now? Now we're back at square one. Well, what did I say in the beginning? When, when this originally came out, I said, these people out here in Arlington Heights are savvy. They're not stupid people. True. And they and they basically have told the Bears, if you want to come out here and build this project, <laughs> you don't have to play ball. You know I mean? <laughs> because they countervalued the Bears and said the property is worth $160 million which is very far away from what the Bears came back with. 
So that's the saying. These guys are so many millions apart. And the good thing that I give the people in that community credit for, press is the way they are playing ball. Look, they're going to get the most out of this situation. And I'm not mad at them for wanting to do so, right? It's like, hey, you come in impacting our community where you want to talk about more jobs or whatever. Doesn't matter. It's still their community. So therefore, these guys are being business savvy, going about business the right way and trying to do it fairly and get their fair share. I got no problem with that. It's still their area. They get to hold some of the cards in this. But now with the delays and the, the back and forth over taxes, the Chicago Lakefront has now emerged as a potential option. As I mentioned, it gives opportunities for these <laughs> other places, you know what I mean? Yeah. To throw their name in the hat. And now what they're looking at now potentially, A-Dub, is where the Soldier Field South lot is. They're looking at potentially doing a project there. And from what I understand, the goal is to hold Super Bowls, Final Fours, and all type of major events similar to what they had planned to do out in Arlington Heights. If they can't get things done in Arlington Park, you know, hey, look, they got to get something done somewhere else, right? And I think the Bears being business people themselves, right, they're going to look at all their options now. So what this does, you're right, open up the doors for other people to place a bid, and then the Chicago Bears can decide what's best for them. But I'll tell you one thing, man. I really think this opens it up for Chicago to keep the Bears within the city. Because I don't see that this tax situation is going to go anywhere. Also, the Bears are showing that they're not going to budge on their position. And what? You look at it. The Bears own 300-some-odd acres of land near the city. They ain't cleaned everything up, vacant piece of land. I mean, that's some property they could sit on and sell that shit at any point in time for a major profit. Mm -hmm. So they're not necessarily married to doing anything there with that. And I think that that's what they have in their advantage negotiating-wise with Arlington Heights because they could then turn around and say, you know what, fuck it. We're going to build over here on the Soldier Field line. Now, I will say this. As you know, A-Dub, from covering games and, and going to events at Soldier Field, if we lose parking in that south lot, where the fuck are we going to be parking to go to these games? <laughs> Traffic is going to be insane even more so than it already is. Right. <laughs> Look, bro, you and I sometimes have to walk a distance, you know, to get to the state of Mid-Times. And that impacts a lot of people, man, if you take away that parking space there. So, yeah, man, a lot of people are not going to be happy with that, though, Perez. So can they deal with that piece of it? And I think from a convenience standpoint, it will upset a lot of customers, right, who wants to get close to the stadium and not have that long walking distance. And I mean that, obviously, audience, while the new stadium is being constructed. That's what I kind of mean as far as losing that part. I'm sure they'll have something figured out for the new stadium, but I'm just thinking and trying to figure out while construction is going on for the new stadium, how that will look and how that will work for people to uh, park if you're losing that um, area to be able to park your car. And you know how much, how long it takes with construction press. That construction will be going ongoing for quite some time, man. And you're right. What does the people do if that was to happen, right? So it does create, you know, an opportunity right there. So the Bears got to have all that stuff figured out, man, if that's the case. Well, audience, before A-Dub and I get out of here, we're going to go over some of the important all-season dates. Just in case you guys ha aren't aware of these things, obviously I mentioned earlier in the show, that we'll be attending the NFL Combine again this year. But the dates for the Combine are February 27th through the 4th. And this is probably where we're going to see some fireworks happen in A-Dub 
with this <laughs> Caleb Williams Justin Fields situation. I think we're going to start to hear some more tangible information come out, and we'll right. be there to report on that information to you guys. As we know, the Bears hold that number one pick again for the second year in a row. That's the creme de la creme, the crowning jewel here for any GM and head coach if you want to include Matt Eberflus. So, again, we'll be heading down there to Lucas Oil Stadium in Indy. And like I said, we'll have all of those top prospects that you guys are interested in. We'll probably get to talk to some of the people that we talked to at the Senior Bowl in addition to some new targets as well. So, like I said, we'll have that action for you guys here on DBE and also on our on our, on our our Chicago Center Mind platform as well. Our next date, March 5th. Franchise and transition tag deadlines. So obviously, a dub Jalen Johnson, right? We yes. don't know what's going to happen there, but that deadline now is March fifth. Ooh we, and um, they don't have long to make a decision on that franchise tag. But to your point, Jalen Johnson looks like someone who could be potentially franchise tag. You know, because I'm quite sure with him, man, there's a price tag that come along with what he's been able to do. Um, this past season, and um, kudos to him. But I do know, and you and I have been saying this for a while, he wants a long-term deal. But I could see the Bears going a different direction and franchise franchise tagging him first. Yeah, I think that they probably would franchise him first, and it gives them that luxury of being able to have more time to work out the long-term deal. Because, again, they have all the way up until the middle of July, potentially, to work something out. And they'll be – ideal you know for that standpoint if they can work out a long-term deal that's what we hope for i mean you've heard you know ryan post come out about wanting to keep this guy anyhow so hopefully it gives them more time to like you said man to consider that unless hey they can get it done right away hey i got no problem with it but at the end of the day man business sense wise i can really see that franchise tag a couple more dates for you guys before we get out of here march 7th college pro days begin Again, that's going to be another opportunity for A-Dub and I to get out there on the ground, whether it's to Northwestern, whether it's to Illinois, whether it's Notre Dame, any of these local pro days that we have within our area, Northern Illinois, A-Dub and I will be able to get there and kind of let you know we're thinking about these prospects. So, again, we have the advantage of being here in Chicago, being local, and also having so many talented programs within our backyard. And with it being that backyard press, we will take full advantage of it. And then lastly, NFL free agency, March 11th through the 13th. That's when all the madness and crazy begins. And I have a feeling, A-Dub, that any sort of move, whether it's trading Justin or trading that fucking pick, <laughs> it will happen before this time frame. <laughs> it's going to be a shocker either way. <laughs> True that. I just can't wait till the fucking dust settles and the chips fall. Man, I just can't wait. So we finally find out what the hell happens because we need it just for the sanity of Bears Twitter. Because I, I see some people out here going unhinged right now. And I'm like, you guys need to go outside and get some fresh air, step on some green grass. It is not that serious. It's not that deep. <laughs> you know what, though, bro? So you and I, it really isn't that deep. But, man, to some of these big-time loyal fans, man, it is deep to them, bro. <laughs> They've been waiting on another chance to – get to the Super Bowl and hopefully win it. You know how long it's been. But at the end of the day, man, some people need an outlet, right? And they go through a lot of anxiety over the Bears, and I get it. Sometimes I do, sometimes as well. But at that point, man, sometimes people want to talk to other fans who may have similar thoughts, right, around the Bears. But to your point, man, get this over with. 
and give everyone back their sanity. <laughs> That's what needs to happen for sure. Listen, I'm not going to sit up here and say one is fans' loyalty and, and fandom is greater than another fan's. I just think that people need to know what the fuck they're talking about before they open True. their mouths. I think that's what the conversation is with those folks. I ain't giving these people no grace <laughs> when they come to that. Because I'm telling you, you find an, another fan on the, on this damn fan base that'll put their money, heart, and soul into this thing like me, please. Right. Oh, get out of here. Get out of here. That I part? Cry, I'm crying <laughs> the bullshit on you, A-Dub, for even saying that shit. I take back what I said now. Hey, you gonna put it like that on me, bro? I gotta, I gotta, I gotta <laughs> bow down to you on that note. And also yourself as well, man. You come here every week. You do your homework. You spend your personal time covering this team, covering this event and that event. So no, man, come on now. You you gotta you you can't sit over here and give these crazy people all this credit. They just crazy. <laughs> That's all it is. It's crazy. You can't explain <laughs> stupid. You can't explain stupid. Stupid is stupid. Does Forrest Gump touch that? No, that man, makes perfect them. sense. Fuck them, fuck them. Now, there's going to be a lot of events in between when it comes to whether it's the training period, right? The off-season programs for teams. But my absolute favorite time, April 27th through the 29th, we have the NFL Draft in Detroit. Again, A-Dub and I will be in the building. And again, it's going to be another opportunity for us to get you guys fresh insights directly to your ears. So we're excited. We can't wait to cover that for you guys as well. So those are the major and most important events as far as I see it for right now. We'll have some more important things coming up, whether it comes to be rookie mini camp and all those things. But right now, we got you guys covered as far as the combine, the draft, free agency. Listen, we're going to be your one-stop shop. DB got you. Come and check us out, baby. Roll with us. Yes, sir. Well, listen, A-Dub, uh, man, this was dope. Look forward to getting some content out with you next week uh, as far as the combine is concerned. And uh, audience, again, as always, we appreciate your continued support and for helping make us a top 10 Chicago Bears podcast. We're going to holler at y'all next week from Indy. But for now, we are out.